Hello. Welcome to the Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm the creator and sometimes host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, thankfully supported by an incredible team. A team that's going to help you meet the artists, explore their art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Today on the podcast is another confession session with yours truly. Today I delve into my experience of finishing my MBA while having a newborn and some of the observations I've made and the opportunities for us as a working world, as a schooling world, the opportunities we have to grow and evolve and perhaps consider some of the comments we might think or some of the thoughts we may have while someone's going through a very challenging stage of their life. Hope you enjoy. Today on the podcast, it's me doing another Morgan's Confession session. So I didn't even know that was going to rhyme. Look at me go. Anyways, today on the podcast, I thought I'd share a little bit about my journey with three children. I am three and a half months postpartum. And you may be saying, what does this have to do with the working mother experience? And the perspective I'm going to provide today is perhaps not a well thought out or going to necessarily be an articulate perspective, but it is one pertaining to my experience recently completing my MBA uh, over the last three months while having a newborn. And, and just some of the realizations that I've had, good and more challenging, around what it means to, to be a woman who has children, who is either pursuing further education or perhaps is trying to balance their own consulting business, or maybe is already back to work uh, with, with young children. And around the world, we all have different lengths of maternity leave, with the U.S. having one of the shortest. So there's lots of women who are potentially listening to this, who are saying, come on, Canadian ladies, get a grip. I'm back to work, you know, three months in. And so, yes, it's my journey with having three children, but it's also how, how am I experiencing the interface with uh, the working, the schooling world. And, and it's been an interesting one. And so the first thing is, is that, you know, largely on the whole, uh, my team, my school has been incredibly accommodating to enable me to still go to classes, to, to provide me virtual links when I need to, to attend classes. The team's been very accommodating when I, when I, you know, I'm showing up late or I can't chair tonight or can you step in? I'm, or I need to drop this meeting because baby's crying and really baby is the boss, right? So it's just getting over yourself and realizing baby is the boss. And actually that, well, we'll come back to that. Squirrel, shiny things. This is what happens with sleep deprivation. The one thing I've noticed though is, is perhaps a lack of recognition or understanding of truly how bloody difficult it actually is. And there is a desire in me to want to make it look effortless, to make it look like it's so easy for me to jump on a call or attend a meeting while putting baby to sleep or nursing baby in the background and angling the camera at the appropriate angle so no one sees a a boob slip or something like that. And I have to say, it is so far from effortless and at times so incredibly painful and has been and thankfully the majority of the, the, the challenges with school are over but there is an international trip coming up which is absolutely mandatory there's no getting around it I'm so excited for it but nervous all the same 
And it's not, it's just not effortless. And so for those women who are trying to run a business while being on their leave, or they can't afford to take a leave, so they have to go back to work and they're balancing childcare, or for women when they are working and their child is over a year in Canada and their child's sick and they're trying to mitigate or balance those things, it really is difficult. And I'm not really sure what I want to say to my male teammates or colleagues but what I want to do is, is just encourage you, and anyone, this is, this is applicable to anyone, not just men. But it, in a sense, it is for men too, because truly the, this experience, this, this balancing of, unless you're the primary parent or caregiver for your, for your infant child, it's very difficult to put yourselves in the shoes of someone else. It's impossible, and I totally understand that. It's not a harp on or I'm angry, or it's, it's truly an observation is perhaps, if you can, if you have someone, a female colleague, or even a male colleague, again, who's the primary caregiver for an infant, and they're balancing work or school, or building their business, or whatever it may be, just to acknowledge it. Just to say, my God, you must be tired. Because for my female teammate who did that for me, it, it, it's simply a text or a message or the words over a phone call they make all the difference. That, that acknowledgement, at least for me personally, I mean, that's not going to be for everyone. And it's not to say it's all the time or it's every single meeting. Absolutely not. Like we're strong, resilient creatures. We don't need to be coddled. But it is important to, when someone is going through a really difficult time, and regardless if it's your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh child, it's still really hard and especially for the woman, if you're, it's the one, you're one getting up at night and you're doing breastfeeding and even if you're doing bottle feeding, that's a pain in the ass too. Just simply acknowledging and saying, my gosh, I really am grateful you're able to join us. Oh, thank you so much for being able to lead that or spearhead that because, because I'm so nervous of people not thinking the most highly of me during this time or thinking that I'm somehow taking advantage and using my motherhood is an excuse. And I did get an interesting comment on that. I've had a few bizarro comments on this whole front. I'll share a couple of them, which indicate I think we still have some room to grow on uh, how we support women and men who are taking a, ma a maternity leave or a paternity leave. But simply that, that acknowledgement is so critical. I lost my train of thought. That's what happens. The bizarro comments that I want to share, a couple that did come through school, as I received from an advisor that um, I wouldn't get any extra grades simply because I was on mat leave. I was totally taken aback by that one. And uh, I said, obviously not. That's not what I'm asking. And so this isn't to say I want an excuse Okay, I'm not trying to say that. Okay, and I think where I was going before was that I'm trying to overcompensate. I want to sh prove and show that I can do this and I won't complain and it's not hard and all that stuff. And it's just a big bunch of baloney. But um, that comment, I think, probably sat with me and has put the fear of God into me that I don't want anyone to think that. And it's really unfortunate so I'm obviously not going to ask for extra grades because I'm on maternity leave and it's that much harder. But it is important and appreciated for those that I'm partnering or working with to acknowledge the challenge at some times, not all the time, again, not all the time, but for just to acknowledge. It's not to give extra. It's not to give excuses. 
And I had another comment at a volunteer event where someone said, yes, some people would use it as an excuse. And I'm like, well, that's a bloody good one. It's a really good excuse. It's a really reasonable excuse to say, I am raising a small human that requires an immense amount of attention and nurturing and physical demand. And I can't do this right now. That's also okay. I think that's really important for us to know. And again, it comes down to that acknowledgement and acceptance that there are going to be certain times in our colleagues, teammates, business partners, lives where they say, this is honestly too much. I have to just pause on this. I can't go full tilt. And so I think just that recognition would be really, really helpful and really powerful what you could give someone. And then it might honestly open up the space for that person to feel like, hey, I can actually be super forthright with you on this on this journey and, and how I'm actually feeling on this. Again, not to say they, they can't get out of contributing or chairing or being responsible for something. That's not at all what I'm getting at. And so... Yes, it has been an interesting journey, balancing those demands well, also carving out a space and time for myself as a mother of three, and really understanding what does that look and feel like, because that in and of itself is a journey, and one that hasn't been easy either. It's had moments of ease. I would say the hardest transition has been from zero to one, from an identity standpoint, one to two was just a bit of a shocksy on the uh, old time front. And then two to three, it's not so much that it's that much different from one to two. And in many ways it is. It's in- intensely overstimulating. I have to wear earplugs to reduce the noise stimulation. It's lonely because you're largely on the one and you're missing out on the time with the two. And then you compound that with doing school, etc. Uh, and it gets even lonelier and your kids really miss you. And I don't know if it's that, I think, you know, chatting with my, my male peers on my team, it's not any different in terms of that feeling of, I feel really badly, I'm not there for my family. They feel the same challenges as I do, the same guilts, the same thoughts. So it's, again, not a male-female thing. Anyways, I'm totally rambling now, but this is a confession session and thought I'd share that perspective and be really real about my experience with that and just some of the observations and the opportunities for, for us in the workplace or us at school to sort of support uh, our teammates, whether they're male or female, but that whoever is that primary caregiver, and it often is the woman, the mother, uh, to just acknowledge how hard it is and just give them the space and say thank you. And every once in a while, it'll make all the difference, I promise. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Working Mother Experience Podcast. That's a wrap, folks.